So it's called life. Life yeah, happens. Life happens. And yep. you want to talk about what you watched this weekend. Okay. It's a show called Jury Duty. You can watch it on Amazon or Freebie. We are not affiliated with any series network or anything like that. So it's basically a documentary style show mm-hmm. about how the jury duty process works. Uh-huh. And how you go from voir dire, which is when they ask you all the questions and see if you're a good candidate to be on the jury, and all the way through to the judgment. Yeah. And what the main star, I want to say star, he's not really, well he kind of is a, the star of the show. His name is Ronald, and what he doesn't know is that everybody other than him, is an actor. Yep. And James Marston, the actor from Sonic, is playing himself. X-Man. Yes, an <laughs> X-Man. And at the end of the sh- See, I don't want to ruin it. It's so good. But it at the is. end, when they deliver the verdict, it's a civil case. Right. And... When they deliver the verdict, he is the foreman of the jury and finds out that he that it wasn't a real trial, that everybody was an actor, and they were just so impressed with him as a human being that they gave him $250,000. That is amazing. Yeah. I know. I think this is a great show to put out there, especially for younger generations that are going to eventually get jury duty Mm -hmm. because my experience with it was when I got the summons, I was excited, but I didn't know what to do right? and everything else like that. So I like that the show does explain those steps going Mm -hmm. through and what you are when you are a juror versus like a movie where you see them select a jury or whatever, but you don't get to see what they really have to do. And maybe there's a lot of sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting. Yes. And then if you get selected, there's discussions and, you know, you go back to deliberate and all that other good stuff. So I like that. I yeah. like that they're doing that. And it's only got eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And they're like so, maybe 30 minutes each. So it's really not bad. It's like, hey, on lunch break, let's watch this and yeah. stuff like that. So a great thing to watch for younger viewers and stuff like that, older viewers. It's nice to see something happen to a good guy. And there are very hilarious Acts. events that occur, <laughs> and you have to be a very nice person to be able to put up with what he put up with. Absolutely. So that that's cool. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to watching it um, after talking with you about it for sure. Let's tell them what we did this weekend. 
Oh, we went weekend. to the we went to the Scarborough Renaissance, Renaissance Fair there. in Waxahachie, Texas. And let me tell you what, there were so many people dressed up in different characters, different outfits, and such. It was it was fun to go watch people watch. It was, yeah, it was awesome to go people watch. They did have some great uh, little shows and skits and stuff like that to go see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched a, a cannonball. Mm-hmm. The bird show was very majestic. Um, we learned that they were rescue birds. Yeah, they were um, rescue and rehabilitated birds. So that was really cool. Then we got to watch a couple of different... You got to watch one whipping show. I watched yours, and then I went and watched another mm-hmm. whipping show, which was entertaining. I'm they sure were, they're not called whipping shows. I'm calling them whipping shows, okay? Uh, Where they cracked that whip. Yeah. Well, the one I saw was Don... Was it Don Juan and Miguel? I believe so. Yeah. And they actually have, like, little videos or something on... They have uh, two movies, I think. Oh, okay. On... Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. That so. you can rent and see. I may do that this weekend. Well, there you go. So, you know, every time I see any of the whip crapping, I, I watch a lot of the, the TikTok and I watch, or watch uh, Jacques Zewippo. And he's very fun to watch because he sings and comes up with words with the whipping and whatnot. So I really enjoy that. But overall, it was pretty good. Definitely, if you've never been, go. It is barely a large park, so definitely recommend going for two days. Yes, it's a lot. Um, to it's a lot to take in, in. And just one one day <laughs> and sunscreen yes. for, for for the pale ones that burn very. Easy. That would be me. <laughs> but I've been to I've been to San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I have now gone to the Renaissance. Fair. I can say that the there were way more people dressed in costume at the Renaissance Fair versus Comic Con. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I remember you sending me pictures whenever you were at Comic Con, and some of those costumes, I'll admit, they were pretty. They were elaborate. Yes. Yes, they were very detailed, very much everything else in the line. I don't know how you survived. I really don't. That well, some of the slides were crazy. The thing is, it's uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get four days once a year, unless you go to a different, you know, convention. convention. Whereas the Scarborough Fair is what from? It's like a whole month. It's like every weekend. Yeah. Um. And, and at least we know for sure in May. And each weekend they have a themed weekend so people can dress up differently other than just the renaissance type of fair because we saw fairies and mermaids and mermaids pirates pirates galore and we saw quite a bunch of wizards and everything else and it was really cool and um elves we saw a lot of elf ears a lot of elves you know one approached uh the kiddo and it was she was kind of taken back a little bit like uh i don't know what to do and ended up giving her bubbles. So, like, everybody was really friendly there. I'll admit that. And there was cool little neat things to go check out. Uh, there was a forger there. Um, which they had glass blowing. Glass blowing, which was really cool. And they do, like, they show you how they do some of this stuff. They have, mm-hmm. like, little shows for that. 
and uh, we actually purchased some of the the spoons and stuff from the forger, which was really cool and neat for him to tell us, you know, about his brand and how he does all this stuff. And then a lot of them sell their stuff like on Etsy and stuff, mm-hmm. which was really cool to hear about that. That they travel to sell stuff there, but also they still do it at home and online, which is great for the people that can't go or yeah, whatever the case. I will be. tell you one thing that was funny was that my sister was thinking about getting um, a snow cone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. And so we're walking by, and it is the only... I don't know if it's... It looks like a big hamster wheel. It's kind of like a little round treadmill that I wanted to put Dash on. Because, Uh you know, maybe he could lose a little bit of his chonk weight. But in order to get your snow cone, you have to run this hamster wheel to shred the ice. So this is where you needed, like, Ava or... Somebody somebody that was not dead tired to... <laughs> to get in and run? Yes. I would have ran it for you. I could I could use the, the little bit of a weight loss. Well, we ended up just getting one of those lemon ice, Italian ice Ices. things. Yeah. Hey, you can never go wrong with those. I, I know. love having those in the summertime. Those are a great little snack to have for when mm-hmm. it's super hot out here and you get like the lemon or the what is it strawberry or something mm-hmm. like that it's really good there was that so that was a great thing to go do that weekend and i enjoyed it i thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. it for being the first time going out there and stuff they also had jousting and stuff but we didn't get to really make it over there for those shows and stuff like that but and there was we, tons of food tons of different food d- tons of different foods we, we got the turkey legs and to me it, i don't know maybe they didn't season it right or maybe maybe i just got the wrong one mm-hmm. but it, to me it didn't taste all right my brother absolutely loved it he chowed down and it was gone he went to town on that thing and then you had the we had steak on a steak and that it wasn't bad no. i mean i could have I personally would have loved some A1, one. but but that's just me. It's like yeah. Well, it's like they had uh, fish and chips too, mm-hmm. and that's what uh, Dan and I had, and it was it was spicy, and it would have been nice if they would have labeled like um, ketchup versus uh, tartar sauce or well, no, not it wasn't the tartar sauce because tartar sauce is white, but it's that other red sauce. It's got like tomato is. Um, Swedish, can't think of what it is. It's not the cocktail sauce, is it? Yes, it is cocktail sauce. That's what it is. And it was very, not ketchup. Yeah, no. (laughs) So it was like, you know, dunked our piece in there, took a big old bite, we're like, that's not ketchup. Oh. You know, but it was good. It was Mm -hmm. still good. Ice cream was like on point though, for sure. So they they had a bunch of different things and it was really cool. Yeah. So definitely recommend to go see all that. And then... And it, the price wasn't horrible. No, the price wasn't horrible. I do recommend if you go, bring your own drinks, because it was like $4 a bottle. And for, you, you go through it, because yes. you, you sweat. You sweat. Sweaty. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. Now, another thing that you and I were talking about last night, mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, Generation. We were talking kind of about like cartoons we used to watch as a kid growing up, um, you know, what generation we follow, because Angie and I fall under two different generations. Um, our parents obviously fall under different generations as well. And then, of course, I've got the alpha generation, the latest one that's mm-hmm. new and currently going right now. 
And then my fiance, that's just a little, is Generation Z. And so, because I'm a millennial, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then you got Generation X over here, Angie Dearest. Yes. And then we know a couple boomers and, and the silent generation that's in your side of the family. But see, and I was talking to my parents about this as well. They would be considered more boomers because they were born in 40 and 41, which is like the very tail end of the silent Silent generation. generation. And that's, you know, basically when World War II Mm -hmm. started. And when they say Generation X, that would include my oldest sister, who's eight years older than I am, through me. But neither of us really... She did not watch, like, the cartoons and stuff Stuff that that I did. So there's stuff that... We're in the same generation, but she she doesn't know some of the stuff, stuff, you know? Well, and, like, you were... Whenever I was asking you, well, what about this show? What about this show? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you're like, no, I have no idea what that is. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's where the gap started going in between. And I can't really count Daniel as a Generation Z because he watched all, like, the shows you watched. and Right, because you have, you have Nick at Night yeah. and you have Boomerang. Boomerang. And so... You know, yeah. reruns exactly, and, stuff. and so like I think stuff overlaps, it, and they don't account for that. They don't. They absolutely don't. And, and so, just to get you guys kind of where we're talking about as far as the generation, so baby boomers went from technically nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four, and then Generation X was born nineteen sixty five to nineteen seventy nine. Millennials are from nineteen. 19- 80 to 1994. Generation Z is 1995 to 2012. And then, of course, the alpha generation is 2013 to 2025, which we haven't got there yet, so that's the current active generation. A useless generation. (laughs) You know, you're a Generation X, but you could also, you were raised by technically baby boomers Mm because they were being raised during that time frame. Just like, I'm a millennial, but I was raised by Generation X, so... I have some of that because I watched Bewitched, I Dream of Genie, mm-hmm. all the all those shows, Dick Van Dyke, yeah, all that. I watched that with my parents, or it was on Nick at Night before I went to bed and stuff like that. So I watched a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, we were watching cartoons like Care Bears and Smurfs and Turtles, and well, of course, you know, I had Power Rangers. Yeah. So, so when was the Millennials? When did they start? Eighty. Eighty. See, I was only six years old. So, I so mean, can, I would be can... watching. I would be watching Sesame Street. I would be watching The Electric Company. I would be watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which I still think is one of the best shows ever. Absolutely, I had to hundred percent agree on that. Because we also did not have cable. Yes, we had three stations. And one of the kids would always lay on the floor and use their foot to change the dial. You were the remote control. Uh Hey, change the channel. And then you'd have to, you know, switch it with your foot. We had the old school big box TV that you you either, like, turn the dial or, you know, they got really smart with the little buttons that Mm -hmm. you could push because you could save on kind of those type things and stuff like that. Because I remember having the big box TV 
uh, with like the wire mesh uh, speaker mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I do remember those things growing up as a kid because I was born in 88. So I was really going into the 90s. I was born in 88. So, <laughs> so I was really going in between, you know, the, uh, I'm, I'm right there in the middle of the millennials, but as I'm getting older and going into school and stuff, that's when, you know, Generation Z was. Do you make me want to throw up? Do you realize that when you were born in 88, I was a, I was, be, I was a freshman in high school. I realized You that. disgust me. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but look how well our relationship and friendship works. Mm. You know. It, it, it works out very well, but I think that has a lot to do with the dynamic of the generations raising their kids the way they do. I also have Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> so that don't help. It doesn't. I think that's sometimes a, sometimes a good thing is to still have that kid spirit, mm-hmm. especially whenever you're the way the world is right now and today and everything that's going on. You've got to have that. Hey, let me be a kid for a minute and just let, let everything go. go and just have fun. I mean, there's times where I'll absolutely get with Ava and I'm like, okay, let's go do something. Let's be a kid. Let's have fun. Let's play at the park. Let's jump on the trampoline. And then my body realizes, hey, you're not young anymore. Oh, yeah, you pay for because, it. You pay for it the you, next day. You hear me about it the next day going, oh, gosh, I hurt my ankle. I hurt my bones. Something broke. It's not, it's not there anymore. But... You know, it was so cool to know older generations. I think I enjoy hearing the stories from back then versus now. Um, Ava actually had a project not too long ago where she had to ask, you know, whenever you were growing up as a kid, was the bathroom inside or outside? And getting to ask her grandparents that. And so my my father was like, well, our bathroom was outside. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't inside. I mean, the bathtub was, it was on the back porch. And it's like, it's mind blowing to know that you have that versus where we had indoor plumbing and we have yes, all this other stuff. Yes, because my parents, older than yours, mm-hmm. but they lived in New York City. So their plumbing was inside. inside. Yes. Yeah. I will tell you something interesting. And I bought for Christmas. Uh, my mother and my father, a subscription. Okay, it's really for me in the end. It's called StoryWorth. And every week they get a question. And you get to go through and pick the questions. And it was like, what is one thing that you admire most about your mother? Or is there any famous person that you know of in your family? And because I'm the youngest of the five, so if they told stories about them growing up, mm-hmm. I would not have heard them because they probably would have told the older ones. Yeah. So, and I find my parents just fascinating. I do too. They're, they're a sweet bunch. And, and they're quirky. They are absolutely quirky. Love it though. So... Through this, through them answering these questions, I'm learning about my grandmother that I never knew. Mm-hmm. The woman that I thought was my grandmother was actually my step-grandmother. Oh, wow. And I did not know that until I was like a teenager. And we were at 
my at their house in Florida and you know she would say hey Jimmy do you want a drink of water and he'd be like no Helen thank you and I would look at him and I'd be like why do you call your mom by her first name I thought we were not allowed to do that because I was told uh you ever call me anything other than dad I'm gonna smack you in the face Hey, we've done had this discussion yes. before, and I told you, I earned that title. Look, I carried you, I've, I've bathed you, I've changed you, I've grown right. up with you, I take care of you, I wanted you, but still, I I deserve that title of mother. Yes. I'm mama. Yeah, so yeah, then I I was like, why, why, why are you calling her by her first name? And he's like, she's not my mom. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, my mother passed away a year before I was born. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they're both named Helen. Oh, except wow. his mother, H E L E N E. I didn't. I did not know that that woman was not my grand, my blood related oh, no. grandmother until I was in my a teenager. See, and I think that's so fascinating because, like, we've been doing ancestry on my side mm-hmm. and going back the tree line trying to figure out you know who's who who's what and I've always been told and my dad was told we were German because of the last name well we kept going back and yeah we're related to this person this person this person we kept going oh no we're Russian <laughs> okay well what okay so it, it's so cool to have those dynamics and finding out all that stuff, especially mm-hmm. with the technology that we have today that's able to do that and all the information out there that we can get now. The problem is stuff. once you get over to Europe, then it's a whole, you end up having to go to churches usually have the best records. Yes, they do. And it's a giant smorgasbord of stuff. Yes, and I know, like, we found a, on Daniel's side of the family, we actually ended up finding them over in Scotland and found a coat of arms. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys have this. And he's like, we do? And I'm like, yeah, so let's check out this name. And, you know, we look up in the database. You actually have a set of colors uh, prescribed to your family's name. Mm-hmm. Check this out. What are the odds that you're... Favorite color is orange, and it's on there. Mm -hmm. Hey. We are not Scottish. We're German, Hungarian. We're like slutty Eastern Europe. At least you're not like Ava. She's freaking Heinz 57. She's all That's what we are. We are. I think we're Danish, and we might be a smidge Russian. I'm not sure. My brother's supposed to be working on that. It's so fun to do that, though. And there's so many great things that you can go to. We went to Ancestry just because that's the one that popped up. We tried it out. They had a special, too. So it was like, hey, we'll give you, um, I think we got four uh, test your DNA Mm -hmm. packets. And I think it was like 100 bucks for four at the time. So we're like, heck yeah. And Every year it keeps updating and changing and more of the information's coming out. So my phone pings all the time now going, hey, you have a possible another person. You have a possible another person because they're updating these databases. If you hear chewing or flapping at the dog eating and going outside. Yes, they're, they're 
they're happy and entertained. They're outside and playing. Nuts. Yeah, they're not locked up today. So they're happy. That's who got DNA tested. I, You did. I There's did. actually where you can DNA mm -hmm. test your animals to see that. Why don't you tell them about that? Because I found that so fascinating when you did your dog. Because um, you're like, I can't believe this. <laughs> well... They're rescue dogs, so right. I so you don't know exactly no what they clue. are, right? Kiva, I knew had some golden retriever. Yeah, based off of her hair, and I thought she was. Uh, I thought she was more Brittany Spaniel, but she has no Spaniel. She's like Australian Shepherd dog. Yeah, Amaris. I don't think they had a. He's a cat. He's a cat. Louisiana Catahoula leopard dog. Yeah. See, he had. Labrador Retriever, Australian Shepherd, Dalmatian, Miniature American Shepherd, Australian Cattle Dog. That's Let's see amazing. what Kiva is. Kiva's a dingus. See, I wanna, I kind of want to do this with my two because you, you know, mine are supposed mm -hmm. to be one hundred percent pure breed. Yes, because they are uh, AKC certified. Yeah, Kiva's Golden Retriever, American Staffordshire Terrier. I see that to me is bizarre. And I see the cattle dog, Australian cattle dog, Australian Shepherd, and 9% American Pitbull, which I don't see I, at all. I see the Golden Retriever and the Shepherd dog. Because yeah. she runs like nobody's business. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Do you remember what it was called? The, to DNA test the dogs. While you're looking that up, speaking of, I actually recently told you about an app uh, called Rover, which you can download in your phone. And it is a cool little site where you can um, get pet sitting done, uh, dog walking, anywhere in your neighborhood of people that are registered and have been thoroughly checked to watch your dog or cat or animal while you're away or while you're at work it was wisdom panel ah awesome yeah yeah so it is the the number one app for pet sitting and dog walking um and taking care of your animals now my aunt currently does rover and she is a, a care provider so these people can actually either go to your house and let your dog out if they're comfortable with you know somebody coming in their home and watching your pet for you or you can take them to your their house and take care of them while you're gone mm -hmm. and it's nice because you can actually message them check in on them and stuff and it sends live uh, like they'll send live updates and pictures like my aunt sends photos of them or little videos and she actually has like her weekly dogs now that come to stay with her during the week while the like just the daytime while the parents are at work or whatever mm -hmm. if they're puppies and they're learning to train and everything else like that it's a very cool app um if you are an animal lover definitely look into that if you have to travel and leave your fur babies behind or um, you know anything like that and definitely if you are a you know stay at home maybe looking for a job to work from home or anything like that that is a, a job that you may be able to do if you have the space availability and stuff like that to take care of your pets so it is very very cool but they're so sweet dogs and you can also catch uh, seeing Angie's dogs on her TikTok at Angie Doodle 
and it's also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. and I think it may be on Facebook it's, too. It's mostly cats. I will it's admit. It, yes, it's mostly her her fur kittens. And my but, parents, I I throw them in there too. Yes, but um, and then of course you see you you've got my yeah. my babies on there too. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever they're being chaos and they and get the those. they get the zoomies, the zoom zooms. Especially the puppy right now. Well, because she's a puppy. I know. She's a puppy. She's gonna get the zoom zooms. I know, but definitely go and check them out if you haven't on Andy Doodle. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, videos are going up weekly almost kind of you've been yeah i usually get at, at least, least one, one yeah um and it, they're so fun to interact with um definitely gonna take willow for a run of her money eventually no i'm just kidding that cat is hilarious though that's true <laughs> i love willow so do i but i also love me some dash my my dashy chunk chunk. Your your boyfriend. Your my my chunky boyfriend. boyfriend. So I mean that's kind of everything that's been going on this week in our heads and discussion mm -hmm. and stuff like that. People need to be less offended. Definitely that. Thick, I mean I grew up thick skin. Okay, you better have some thick skin. If right. Take it. I mean I'm teaching my daughter the same way. You need to have thick skin. There's. You know, she has um, uh, Hispanic and Indian, and you can definitely tell that she's she's a little bit mixed. She's got the color. She's very stuff. she's a very tan young lady. Yes, she is. And I told her, you know, you're gonna have to have thick skin because no matter what age, there are gonna be people that make fun of you. There are gonna be people that say things about you mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And you need to be strong, and you can turn the other cheek. But if there's a point where it's bothering you, you know, dish it back. It's another uh, another thing with social media. Yeah. If you're going to put a picture or something on, say, Facebook or Instagram and cannot take negative comments, turn yeah. the comments off. Yeah. Or don't paint, oh. post the picture. Yeah. Or don't post the picture. Absolutely. You gotta take the good in with the bad, always. Right, I mean, because we, uh, somebody is always going to want to be the person that takes you down a peg. Even if you're the nicest person in the world, and you're just posting a picture with you and your dog, they can come up and say, wow, look at the two dogs. And then you're like, well, that's wow, really? nice. Yeah. yeah, You gotta have that thick skin, definitely, and be able to take, take the good in with the bad, because we've had negative comments on our podcast and positive comments on our podcast mm -hmm. and we take we take it with stride we appreciate the feedback and we try to do better and i've grown up being the fact that i have to wear glasses i have worn glasses since i was five years old and they did not have the technology that they have now so the lenses were thick and they make your eyes look like giant Coke bottles. The BC glasses. It, yeah, the birth, birth control, control. Yes. As we call them. And military peeps. When you're six years old and people are going, I got, how do you see? You have big eyeballs. Look at your bug eyeballs. Yeah. What's up, four eyes? Yeah, better than two, loser. <laughs> yeah, so you just, yeah. you get you get over it. Well, I, I'm want to understand that 100% completely. I mean, I I had the four eyes. I, I do wear contacts. 
but I do wear my glasses occasionally, so that that does occur. And then, of course, you know, I had braces. I you get brace face, yes. and I'm like, whoopie yep. doo, fixing my teeth. What else do you want me to do? Yep. And then you have some people that, if you have a sibling that's special needs, they can be cruel, and and you're able to build up that thick skin, saying, you know what, you may think uh, that it's poor, pity, sad, and stuff. But I think they're freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. I love every single one of them. Um, shout out to my Special Olympics guys that have been working hard, bicycle racing and stuff like that, too, uh, here locally. Um, we definitely support the Special Olympics teams all around uh, the world. But definitely, you know, shout out to them. They are, they are great motivators and great people. And they, they take a lot, lot of tough criticism too and that they stride it out they're wonderful beautiful people so for sure they may be special needs but some of them are smarter than some you know average looking person absolutely because some people are here dumb they just dumb they have this wonderful beautiful motto whenever they compete and I will recite it, and it just, it warms me. It says, let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Mm -hmm. I think that motto speaks so much, not just to, to them, but to everybody. Mm -hmm. Take it in a stride. Be brave in the attempt to put yourself out there. The photo, if you post it, if you're happy about that photo, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Those people are going to love it. The people that are true, the people that are fake, they're just trolls. Happy. Yeah, exactly. Don't. So, that's what they're. That's what they're there for. They're just to troll and take you down. So yeah. you just water off the back. Yep. They they don't feel down about yourself. Don't feel, oh, well, I'm not pretty enough. I don't have enough money to wear these clothes. Brand names don't mean anything. No. You know, just because they have a label on your pants, you know, they're pants. Exactly. They're covering your ass the same way any other pants <laughs> are covering your ass. Yes. And... and be be artistic. Make it your own. You can. I shop at Goodwill. Get a pair of pants at Goodwill. Make them your own. Mm -hmm. Design them if you want them to look like designer pants or whatever. And guess what? They're custom by who? You. So definitely. When I turned thirty, so this was before everybody started dyeing their hair. Oh boy, here you go. <laughs> I turned thirty, and I decided that I was going to dye my hair. You did. I dyed it so many different colors because it was, I had very short hair and so I dyed it blue mm -hmm. and then I dyed it pink and then I dyed it green. I dyed it two different colors of purple. I did it for like well over a year mm -hmm. and I would change color every maybe two months, but you would always get the the looks, the yeah. oh my god. And we're not a very big city here. No, we're not. Um, 
But then there were a lot of people my age and younger that were like, oh my God, I love your hair. Yeah, because it's cool. It's different. You don't see it every day. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me because mm-hmm. I turned 30 and I wanted to do something. You so do something exciting. There's nothing wrong with that. So if you want to, you know, do something for you, don't do it. For anybody else. Exactly. Do it for yourself. What makes you happy? That's always the important thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think everybody should be happy. You know, there's there's bad situations that's going on in the world. But you know what? Something's going to turn around. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to make a change. Somebody's going to step into your life that's going to turn it around and make you happy. And whether it be a friend, a, a neighbor that stops by and just says, hey, I just want to tell you, you look great. Mm-hmm. You know, there's those people out there. They're out there, I promise. And maybe step away from social media for a little while. Yes, stepping away from social media is a, a great detox, a great relief and stuff like that. We try to do it at least once in a while, mm-hmm. stepping back and getting off of it so much and just enjoying what's going on in front of us right now. Yeah. It ain't always about taking a picture. It ain't always about having the video. It's not always about looking on TikTok at the latest trends or whatever Look at what I ordered at this restaurant. Now, I would be impressed if you took a picture of something that you made. Yes, You cook. Like, I will take pictures of when I make macarons because I those are hard to make. Yes, they are, which you're overdue to start making some. some. I'm, I'm going to attempt to make... Salted caramel macarons, except the problem is I always burn my caramel, so I have to make my caramel first. And by the way, it is caramel. C-A-R-A-M-E-L. It's not caramel. It's caramel. It's not. It's caramel. No, it's caramel. Caramel. And it sounds a whole lot prettier. Salted caramel. Caramel. Salted caramel. (laughs) <laughs> See, I don't even say it right. Caramel. Caramel. It, hey, we've done had this argument just like birthday and birthday. 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 Birth. Bertha. Birthday. And birthday. Happy birthday. Whipped cream. Wheat. Whipped. What kind of bread? Wheat. It's wheat bread, please. Wheat, wheat, wheat. Wheat. I just love it now. It like Ever since I saw little. Stewie on Family Guy back when I was working on an EMCS, and he was like, whipped, cool whip. So now I do whip. anything that's a when, who. Lord, so now when I read where. your text, this is how I'm going to hear these now. <laughs> cool whip, yes. Oh, boy. Well, I think that probably wraps up this week, don't you think? Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Okay, there's no H in there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's no H in welcome. See, the, now she ain't going to stop. <laughs> nope. So I guess until next week, have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Uh, en- for enjoy listeners. the outside. Yep. And be safe. Don't drink and drive or drive boats or anything like that get uber lyft or a friend that is not or do they have ubers for boats they do they do now they even, out of, even out of the lake that we're at they have them it's hi great. i'm a little drunk i need an uber boat 
And you can find people on the lake that aren't drinking and stuff like that. And they're usually nice. Have fun. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Remember those. Good times. Good times. Bye. Bye. Bye.